but that joke never lands. I know, I know that no one. I know that people like listen, and I and I'm like, oh, this is where the joke is. But I know how people are just sitting on their phones. I don't. I don't know if we're if you're doing a joke or if we're just fucking with everyone. Well, we can fuck with anyone. It's I a mean, tough no, crowd. It's both. I mean, clearly, I don't live in a mansion, but I like to think I live in a mansion. But you don't know where I live. If you if you. But everyone who's listened to this podcast probably knows where I live. D- Danny lives in a downtown penthouse suite. Thank you. <laughs> Gabe Popich, Max Gore, Demetrius Haldes. Welcome to The Funniest Show, episode three. This is the latest one we've recorded. It is 2 a.m., 2.35 a.m. on a Tuesday night. Okay, I lied again. <laughs> it's 11.35 p.m. on a Thursday night. And uh, good night. I'm going to Michigan tomorrow. How's everyone else doing? Good, good, good. All right. Uh, we're gonna start with uh, you know, slow and steady. There we go. We're drinking Trulies. Thinking about things. So your parents are divorced <laughs> too, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> no, you are correct. Uh, parents were never married. That's why I have two last names, Strong and O'Donnell. Almost everyone assumes Strong is fake, which is just weird to me because, like, it'd be weirder if I was li- Like, how insane is it if I'm just lying that my name is Strong and that these people are then just still tolerating me? But, like, yeah, like what, this what is a grown-up. O'Donnell, I lie big. No, my and name and is, I'm, I'm Donovan O'Donnell, like, and I'm coming here, I'm going to add strong, and, and in weird places, I went, when I voted in the primaries, you know, you ha- the only thing you have to show in Illinois is just write your name, Donovan Strong O'Donnell, I wrote it, I don't know, you do have to show your ID, my ID says Strong O'Donnell, and the first thing she did, she looked up, Donovan O'Donnell, and it's like, I, why, why, why would this be the time, this is the one time I know I have to give, I chewed that volunteer 15-year-old out so hard. She did not deserve any high school credit, and I let her teacher know. I said, excuse me. No, I don't know. People, uh, people always fuck up the IDs. You guys listen to podcasts? No. I uh, A little? Yeah. Me yeah. neither. I haven't much. All right. I recently got into uh, whiskey ginger, though. I figured this was a cash grab. Uh, <laughs> I, I heard I didn't even know about podcasts, but I'm... I'm just into Joe Rogan, uh, tangentially being a balding white twenty-something male, and uh, you know I heard the news. There's money to be had, so I started this pon- this podcast about two weeks ago. Got a lot of sponsors. Uh, we'll we'll have some ads later. It's been going pretty well. What do the sponsors get? Like if I sp- I sponsor the show, what do I get? Oh, I think you'll find out can pretty I, soon. Can I do some trash talk in my sponsorship? Oh, if I oh. pay enough. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, no, yeah. If you really want, yeah. If you, yeah, oh, easily. And uh, dude, these. Yeah, we need a list. I'll, I'll make of it. I'll make it. I'll list. make it affordable. To yeah, you can pay money. That's actually way better. <laughs> it's a better, way better angle on advertising because I, I do think there's Sponsored enough rich by people. Donovan out there. was actually better than Carlos at basketball. <laughs> like I would appreciate <laughs> that. And and what, so what I'm horrible at doing is introducing my guests. So we're gonna fix this again. Starting on my right, Demetrius Haldes. The most famous illustrator in the room. I'll take that. No, he's actually a very good comic artist. He, uh, the one thing I wanted him on my podcast was to bring his beat kit on because I want a freestyle rap for you guys. But uh, I forgot to remind him. Did you bring your beat kit to Chicago? Yeah, no, I do have it. It's it's just an iPad. 
Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's a do uh yeah i was like he does not want me yeah no i like i, I mean <laughs> you're not like some guy who's just like trying to be a dj you're just you know you, i just have an ipad it, it, no you picked up a fun skill and uh you good some of the stuff you put up was pretty it's good. fun it's fun yeah, stuff yeah, it's good because you have a good sense of music you know you were always talented in music he Thank played you, fucking it's yeah gave it <laughs> the hype man coming in Thank they're you. fun beats that's gabe popich we got him on the other end. Gabe is a man of many credits. Praise God. Praise be to God. I'm digging the. He's rocking Dale Earnhardt denim. Digging that. The Canadian tuxedo, as it's called. We're gonna we're gonna see how our, Dale Earnhardt. I lived in the country for a number of years, including during the unfortunate faded Daytona 500 race, which, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was 2001. About it was six, 2001. It six was months the day after prior. My birthday. Wow, Feb 18th. And it was the only NASCAR race I've ever watched, but. And then that happened. Yeah, you were, but I couldn't watch it. It's the craziest race yeah, yeah. to watch. Yeah, it was an insane But play. that day went down and. He was already a hero. Je- he, he was the proven goat, and then Jeff Gordon was on the rise. Uh, and then when Dale Earnhardt died, everyone hated Jeff Gordon because he lived. But uh, there was this. Ca- I was living in the country where NASCAR is huge, and there was a candlelight vigil in almost every house. You would just drive down to some rural road, and you come across a country home, and there'd be a candle just in the night for Dale. That's funny. It didn't register to me at all. No, it didn't happen in Chicago. They weren't doing that in Chicago. But you literally, in small, even the small yeah. towns, like every other house would have it. And then six months later, 9-11 happened, and they were like, thank God it happened in New York. How long do you think I'll keep this podcast going? Six months? 20 more minutes? Over, I mean, not this specific episode. I don't know. I don't know how committed you are, but it's a good question. If you're committed, I think it's gonna, you know, keep keep getting better and better people. You'll get us schmucks off the show. Yeah, I'm really. Yeah, the key is you got to get better guests. Yeah, you can't have <laughs> these bozos. The key I learned right now isn't. I mean, you guys are all very interesting and hilarious and intelligent people, which is funny. You know, and great people to hang out with, which is why you're my lifelong friends, all of you. But what you aren't is dirty attention-seeking horse so <laughs> you're not as committed to the energy level <laughs> of the far. response no uh no, you know what i think it is is that <laughs> i think we, we were talking about that a little bit but uh if you're famous people just care about what you say more exactly i could tell the same exact story as yeah, as soon a, as we start getting warmed comedian, up the other thing too is i've also given you a warning that i haven't given others which is that other people you know we've had come I've, I've talked to it's like i can we can tell stories of our past but we have a shared past and you're the first people i've an extended shared past with and i still haven't introduced you guys so fully i haven't even brought up your name uh, max gora is the third and final guest sitting in the middle chicago's most interesting entrepreneur i know his credit entrepreneur one of his companies sponsors us for spite we just, we just <laughs> shit on mutual enemies we have this is true Right, the big sponsor. We just yeah, like we, the uh, baseball team at the park here. Right here, I'm gonna tell you what. I will you give you a very affordable team? sponsorship. Uh, do you, do you have a legit ad? You want to run? You will Not make really. it. Not really. I, we'll I definitely it. want a list of people I can spite. We can do two ads. Do a little but, brainstorming session. But here's what I want. I want to close a contract with you on the air right now for ten podcast episodes. You can you can offer me a very affordable detail deal in your world. In my world too. I need a sponsor. Oh man. He need an he needs an answer. Twenty dollars. Perfect. Shake right. on it. 
you, you got to do another. What is it? I got to do podcasts. ten more episodes. You don't do ten more. I'm. I, I want. Out, I'm bleeping out what I made. I want five <laughs> times. Five times what I put in. Wait, I have to if refund. I have to ref. If I don't, yeah, commit, I okay, put, I, that's I put, fair, I put that's my fair. ad budget to spite this person. Didn't work out. I'm All gonna right. bleep out the multiple and the amount, and I, I am a, pay, I now have a paid sponsor. So fuck you, every other podcast in Chicago. <laughs> I'm literally better than you. So <laughs> it's the number one podcast. Well, I gotta bleep that out too. No, no I get. No. Why are you paying? You want to run some ads, Gabe? <laughs> I got it here. That's from me now. All right, good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want to buy some ad space? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is Donovan's new MLM scheme. Bring my friends over some fucking ad space. Yeah, you can buy a dollar. It's, it's right? going to get to Demetrius. You got to put something in okay. if everyone puts something in. I'll put you in. on. Otherwise, you're here for hour and a half. ad space later. <laughs> you find a loose... All right, give me a single. Well, give me that much amount of money. No, no, no. Let me buy a cheaper ad for you. Because you're, you're paying for this. You get three ads. Three ads. All get, right. Uh, you have to pay double, so you get ten ads. I get ten ads. Yeah, so you pay twice what he pays. Yeah, we got to figure out the ads later. Yeah. Well, he, he gets you talking to the microphone. We actually used to love listening to the same radio that we were just, you know, nobody else listened to. Which was uh, Steve Dahl show? Oh hell yeah! No, we we were dad rock kids. But we had other we had other common interests. Uh, I actually I think this is yeah you were the guy I bragged to when I saw Steve Dahl in like a really lame restaurant in the suburbs visiting my aunt. <laughs> I, like in high school I was yeah, at yeah, a, yeah. like a horrible Hackney's of all places. And uh, what's a Hackney's? Well, they're it's a sponsor like of a of a charity. Not a sponsor of the podcast, but they just this restaurant yeah, that sponsors this is an awesome place in the suburbs once a year. But uh, Steve Dahl, there's one on the north side, like the far north <laughs> suburbs. When all you eat is camp food. Oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> once a year, it's really yeah. good. <laughs> so uh, that's, a, that's actually the perfect place to start. So between, let's bring up, so I went to high school with these mugs. I had them on my podcast. I forced all of them into my podcast because basically if I didn't make a third episode, I'd quit this. Uh, on all their faces, sure enough, they're all contemplating their friendships and continuing it with me. But uh, basically, in high school, went to high school with these mugs in a gifted program. Two of these guys I worked with at a country club. Two of these guys I volunteered with uh, at a camp. And one of those guys, Gabe Popich, continues to volunteer at this camp. So I think Horizons is the perfect place to start because that's a, that's a thing you're, you're very much involved in. And that's a, fuck, that's a cool thing. That's a cool part of my life when it was. Problem. And it's still a part of your life. I respect you for that. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I love Horizons. Uh, we're missing it this year. And, like, I'd be so ready if it were happening. So Horizons, if you don't know, is basically, well, there's Jerry's Kids, uh, a charity, which was a charity that had the MDA, MDA Muscular Dystrophy Association. They had the summer camp going for kids. And then Horizons was the Illinois charter. The adult, you know, at at some point they aged out of this program. So Horizons was formed to still service those people as they, you know, were in adulthood, but still had needs, still had, you know, pretty serious needs. And we were going to a gifted school, so they... We had to do all these service hours. 
150 hours or something like that, exactly. which is way more than the normal high school student. I think right. the normal, uh, I think it's 40. Which all these, like all you normal high school students listening to this, you, you fucking know that because down. you did less than us, but we did more, which is why <laughs> I deserve this podcast and Gabe is a good person because he, so we did these service hours. We went to this camp, went to this camp with adults with severe uh, cognitive and physical disabilities. Yeah. It was just, it was yeah, a really cool. Muscular dystrophy. Exactly. It was a really uh, cool experience. It, uh, it's open to anyone with any disability, mm-hmm. but adults though. Yeah. So it is an adult camp. But you're a teenager as a counselor. Yeah. So it's like almost yeah. It, but it's like they're it's, adults. It's backwards. It, but it's yeah. It's still yeah. So it's still very interesting of like yeah. Like there's, I feel like every year, there's a counselor with his camper with their camper organizing relations with another camper i shouldn't be throwing people under the bus but everyone who's involved in that charity knows this so i, would, I don't know i'm gonna have to bleep all this they, out they they're up. not gonna listen to you they hook up the yeah they hook the up campers they hook up the campers and they no, this is an advertisement for the campers. yeah that's, I think that's exactly, a nice yeah. thing it's no, like, exactly yeah. yeah good point exactly Dude, we didn't realize it when we were kids there but no the i didn't camp is crazy yeah the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you just like these are like adult people no, with yeah yeah, yeah the mm-hmm. first time our that makes perfect unmatched. sense. The first time I went back afterwards, I kind of still thought it was kind of like a bunch of. Like, yeah, yeah, that actually makes a lot of know, sense right? now that you're saying that. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, like Jesus. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no, this is like a, a week uh, for these wild. Uh, adults with disabilities to let their hang lo- their hair light hang loose, and they, as you're saying, that makes total sense. Like it's they like were probably getting sauced that yeah. whole time. Are they getting sauced? And like we just didn't see it. <laughs> Did they have alcohol there? Uh, no, everything except. That no. yeah, which that makes sense too, just because of like the I mean, stuff, right. immune and stuff. But yeah, yeah. But no, just like, but there's there was definitely even it, when we were it's in high school, cases. I was picking. I mean, I was like, there I was think definitely some of the high school kids are, you know. I think some of the high school kids. But what definitely is happening is the uh, yeah. the movement of people in wheelchairs so that they can bang. Yeah, the main. Part Wait, what? People who don't have, like, people with, yeah. You had to move the wheelchairs for them as they bang? No, you move them. (laughs) This is is where the rust, I know this is, no, yeah, exactly. You got (laughs) it. It's quite the dedication. (laughs) They just ram them into each other. (laughs) Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, camp is for me. I think it's the highlight of the year. (laughs) No, that makes perfect sense that they're banging. That's why BJ was always so horned up. So, so the great the great thing we got out of that is Demetrius's camper BJ was just a he was young, one of the youngest campers. He's twenty one at the time I think. Twenty one, so just, just a couple years older than us, but you yeah. know you know very fun and youthful, and you just brought so much energy. So he did. That was why it was such a cool. It was positive. a blast mm-hmm. for for us for me. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, I'd never been to camp before. I'd never been to camp either. So for like cool us three experience. as these like inner city kids, this oh, was, it was it was like a, a real camp. You went yeah, and like exactly. slept there for, for like all. Weeks? We felt that for, a week, for yeah. a week. Yeah, but it felt for all of us like it was the closest we got to a camp experience. Where it had this added twist of I was applying a catheter to a man over twice my age. I didn't know you did that. Oh yeah. L- but luckily why didn't you do it he was constipated he didn't need, i don't want to keep need throwing one. people under the bus but he was constipated for six days and Damn. didn't make a bowel movement that entire time <laughs> so we gave him laxatives on the so last got day him like some white house last Sorry. day we gave him a ton of laxatives and that was the night of the dance like in any camp there's a dance at the very end at the last night and everything is crescendoing to this moment where all the love and the teenage lust is coming together and you're talking to the cute girl also at the camp and she's oh he's so nice he's such a good helper and then that guy shits his pants six days worth of (laughs) 
shit. This is a pretty shitty episode. And then I have to go push him down a hill and wipe his ass. <laughs> Man, it just starts to rain, too. And what's funny is that uh, the Akon song, The Sweet Escape, that... Ooh, it was ooh. raining as you were wiping his shit. Oh, the storm this came. This is when happening I was, like, outside, or yeah, where no, are you so doing no, a wipe? So, so Where was like, a catheter there's this being pavilion, inserted? There's a pavilion at the top of this camp, and it's literally the start of the camp dance. So it's like literally song two, and it's like Akon's The Sweet Escape. It's like, ooh, ooh, it's sweet. Maybe Gwen Stefani, I don't know. That's playing, and I'm pushing him down this hill. Like, you know, you got to, because when you're pushing a guy down a hill in a wheelchair, you got to take your time. Yeah, so you got to pull. Yeah, I push. feel like you're pulling more. And uh, and then as soon as we got, like, as soon as we get it, I'm like, we take, you know, they have a giant bathroom area. Take him in there. Wiping his ass, and then like <laughs> storms just fucking roll yeah, on. That's intense. And that shut down my one week at camp, and I said I'm never helping again. And I came back for one day later, and that was that was a good experience, and that was because of Gabe, because Gabe went back several Gabe's times. A good guy. Gabe is now fully ingrained, I feel like, into their community. Yeah. As yeah. like a as like a main. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Spoke in the community. Yeah, it's a, always a highlight, and I uh, I miss it this year, but. I never cope. miss it. Like, well, what was interesting uh, is that literally own, but why the, we did this. One of the reasons that I, I always went back is because of how much fun we had yeah. that year. But what's awesome is, did, do you remember why we even went to Horizons in the first place? Because it was because yeah. SARS was closed. Jake, the MDA camp. Jerry, yeah. The SARS outbreak closed the other one. Oh, was, yeah. I, what was I the completely other forgot one? about that. Maybe oh, it wasn't wow. SARS. Maybe it was the other avian flu. Uh, or, it was the summer of going into. It was summer two thousand nine when we first went, and there was either swine flu or avian flu was that summer, and there wasn't MD, these MDA camps were trying. This every was like state. an IB thing, or what no, this was were you guys part of this camp. This camp, well, because of IB had such a high demand of volunteer hours, uh, we were plugged into a lot of services that needed significant hours. Oh, that's nice. Of you but it, so it ended up being at this camp, like a third of them, a third of the kids are. Where a third of the people were like IB kids of our year, so it was kind of like a weird, you know. Yeah, dude, it was. It, yeah, it was, but you know. Weird. So you're Gabe. You're so doing your Matthew McConaughey. Up. I get older, they stay the same age. Uh, God, no, I'm kidding. But uh, no, there was always a contingent of people who stayed dude, with I, their twenties. I even liked all the IB kids that went in our year. Yeah, yeah. And, no, uh, you liked and you liked them more. Like once they were there, it was oh, like all those, Yeah, you're like these kids. Yeah, we, I bonded with every kid to some. It was extent. a different situation. No, yeah. in a different context. That made going into senior year way more fun. Yeah, and it also and I think opened like, up way more bearable. It opened up that like everyone was bearable. You know that like you know. Yeah. And and, and even. Because even in high school, I was an asshole through a lot of high school. And you know, these guys, you know, they bring You're up. You're a nice guy. I'm a totally nice guy. I was so humble and modest at the beginning of this podcast. Uh, yeah, you humbled the people that needed to get humbled. Oh, I humble that other people, yeah. for sure. But I'm humble, too. I'm You're so a humble, humble guy, so no, yeah. But, uh, level. <laughs> but, uh, but you're, no, like, I think senior year I did, I, starting at 17, and then a lot more in college, and then especially in college, you know, uh, I made an effort to, like, be a nicer person and uh, less selfish and i'm still working on that you think that worked out for him demetrius oh. yeah i'd say so i mean i think you could throw me under the bus <laughs> i wouldn't do that not you're on your own podcast <laughs> you're allowed to throw me under <laughs> not the bus. On your own podcast uh, i think it's something that everyone realizes yeah not everyone most people realize no i, I think so too. and I think go through around that time 
we all there's know, things I think back upon. I think I did, that's that were the, stupid. Yeah, in I high think, school and stuff like that, and that were hurtful to other people. Oh, for sure. Everyone, everyone has it. And there's like there's people. What's funny is there's certain things where it's like, and people who you wouldn't have expected were unjustly rude to me. You know, like you know. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I do in horror. Like I, I relive certain things. I'm like, ah, you know. So four four guys growing up in the city. Well, we all obviously loved growing up in the city. Definitely. I'm only putting those in your mouth because I, I mean, yeah. we're friends for years, so we talk. It's all we talk about. We just that's we get together so and just like, you know, what sucks growing up in the suburbs. I think uh, <laughs> we, this is the only. No, do you? Fi- I mean, my worry is that, and I know this is true, that I latch onto the city identity so much because it's a thing you can't. It's a it's a thing you can't take. It's a, it's an argument you can't attack. It, it shrouds myself from. Yeah. It's like it's it's pointless. It's meaning at, at its end of its day. I think it's meaningless because there's fucking badasses I meet who grew up in the most vanilla of circumstances. Exactly. And vice versa. And uh, but uh, I think I say it because you know in Logan Square I'm the only guy you know you know I'm the only one of the only guys who can say I'm from Logan Square. So I'm just like, hey, this is this is my unique identifier, which I think is corny, because that's, what does that even mean? What's it even worth? Yeah, it's true. But ladies, if you move to Logan Square from your middle of nowhere, Kansas, and you meet the one guy from Logan Square, <laughs> jerk him off. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think that's at least a blowjob. So. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I don't disagree. Yeah, I'm from Logan Square too, so I t- agree. take that into account. Palmer Square, my man. Yeah. See, Donovan was very considerate with the cup he gave you, Gabe. Well, he's a Cubs fan. Yeah. You got the, her ladyship because you're a woman. <laughs> Simple facts. <laughs> Welcome to my podcast. We're here with Gabe, Max, and Demetrius. I finally made a good joke so we can start now. <laughs> Everything Perfect. else is going trashed. Uh. <laughs> this is what we're starting with you talking shit. Okay. <laughs> After we just talked about Donovan being a nice guy, <laughs> that's out the window. I made a funny bird. <laughs> we're getting warmed up. Uh, no, it is good. But Demetrius, I am impressed by your cartooning, and that's why every time we talk, uh, I bring it up and I say, you know, when are you going to get back to it? But uh, Infinite Monkey Business, it's got like 12,000 Instagram followers. I've lost a lot. In this period, in this dry spell. Man, we could have grew those fucking accounts. We fucked up. No, but these accounts, anyway, here's the point. We'll start with this point first. They're good. They're funny. I understand. And we'll get back to it. The the, just the the energy versus the the, the versus the reward of all of like art. Is that was that was partly stopping you? Maybe, maybe a little bit. But more so, what comes to mind is like. I don't know, preoccupation maybe. You have to be in a certain mindset to be constantly creating something like that. Well, you're full on a career. You have a career. Yeah. Like you can, I mean, if you want to give up on it, that's one thing. But like right now you can continue this path that you're on to success. You're you're, you're deep enough in, you have enough of a finance background that you won't misstep from this. The only way you would would be doing my podcast and having a potential future employer listen to it. Right. But um, I'm definitely sending that in. Barring this, you know, you'll be good. So, but it is cool. I think it is cool that you have that creative outlet. I mean, obviously, you always have, you know, been doing something creative. It's uh, like a, 
if you like humor. No, I know. And you. there's different <laughs> ways that yeah. that you get that out for you with stand up. Exactly. I'm probably too shy to do stand up or too scared. Do you do you remember so, that when I asked, was getting trying to get you to do stand up? Yeah. Like do you th- do you ever I mean, think about I, that? I think about it all the time. There's times when I can't sleep. Yeah. at night because you get a lot of thoughts yeah. and my mind will start to run I'll think of a lot I've thought of like a whole set oh man and written it down sometimes even written it down and been like alright I'm going to try stand up you should get up on Monday you will never have there's no one who starts comedy with as much support as you would get if you started on Monday maybe I'll try because like I'm, I'm, I don't have, I'm this asshole persona there and I'm, it's my thing so I just you know right yeah, but uh, no, everyone, everyone will love you there. It's worth trying, even if it's only. Be, I think it's worth trying. Would it be good? Is yet? Yeah. I mean, it's up to you. I'm going out of town to Michigan tomorrow, so I'll be gone. But the first time I did it, I, I rehearsed my thing, so I just had five minutes of material, and it was good enough. Which all, all that your stuff was, would be funny enough. Well, the first time you did it was our, our senior year high school exactly. talent show, Hell wasn't yeah. it? Thank you for reminding me. Uh, I'll circle back to that. Uh, but uh, it's kind of that paper for that's why I wrote this, brought this notes. But no, uh, that's yeah. No, I want to talk about when I was hounding you though, because I basically I felt that way. I felt what you just described for years uh, when I started in high school at the senior year talent show, which really started when we were as senior show prospective freshmen. Our school, you know, we we'd have shadow nights and show off the school orientation nights and such and I volunteered because again we had to fill these insane volunteer quotas uh, and you just have so much downtime with your other students that I would just come up I came up with this long story about bringing a girl on a date to Olive Garden I don't know if you guys remember this just vaguely it's coming back it to me like, now it was just a stupid pointless story where I'm like for 10 minutes like oh it's my first date I picked her up at, uh, you know I was super nervous uh, and then, like, we went to Olive Garden, and I'm just ordering unlimited breadsticks and blah, blah, blah. And then I take her home, and then somehow I work in that I got gas and that I burp. Because of the breadsticks, I got gas, and I burped in her mouth. But, but it was so stupid. It was, the point was that could I, could I tell a story? That was the impetus of your stand-up career. Was that could I tell a story that had nothing exciting, no stakes, for, like, seven minutes and keep attention, which is this whole podcast. We're in minute 45, and, uh, and, and, uh, and people paid attention. And then mm. I wrote the joke, because uh, everyone else was getting into better colleges than me, so I <laughs> wrote the joke that get, you know, getting into college, dating is like getting into college. You have your, your reaches, your Harvards, you have your mids, you know, your state schools, and then your safeties. <laughs> Coming back to me. Guess what I'm trying to say is I'm going to community college. (laughs) That was the first joke I ever like wrote, perfect, and I and like I wrote that as a Facebook status because I never was on Twitter, but that's like a tweet joke. That was the Facebook was Twitter before Twitter was. Well, Twitter was even out. I was just such a nerd, you know. I'm just clueless to. But uh, it's crazy how Twitter took off. You just took that one feature and. Yeah, it took off. Then, it, then, it, then it died basically, right? Yeah. Well, I guess the president uses it as main communication. Uh, they decide every opinion America has is based on three tweets they find. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever argument they want to make, Fair they point. find three tweets to back it up, and that's fucking evidence. <laughs> uh, that may be true, but on a personal evidence. scale, it doesn't. No, exactly. It doesn't hold fucking, much weight. Yeah, you had you, if a Twitter celebrity came in here, <laughs> I'd say, "Get out, Buster Brown." There's still a lot of people tweeting that have like no audience. And oh I don't my god! Get why and there's tweets. Tweeting. There's silly tweets that. And, and you know, this isn't my idea, but there's silly tweets that literally do get a, th- a million likes where it's just like, 
it was uh, oh yeah the tweet I saw today was oh I'm driving in my I'm, I'm in a passenger seat my girlfriend's driving so it's my job to to look out the window and periodically say cows and she got fucking 500,000 likes and A I've seen that as a meme like seven times how many memes have I seen where this is like the 10th iteration of the exact same meme but it's like totally designed and templated differently where you're like you're just stealing you're plagiarizing a meme like how insane are you that you're just plagiarizing a joke but like going out of your way to like make it look you people deserve help uh, anyway, so I did the talent show. I ended up doing like two or three performances in uh, bars when I was 18, yep. including Tunes. Uh, like that's the bar. That was that bar. Tunes, and, I, I, and that was my first one. And uh, all my jokes were about being in high school still because I was from the talent show. And the host laughed, but then he came up and he said, you can't be in a bar telling jokes about being in high school. And then I got scared and basically quit for several years. Moved back to Chicago because I failed in New York. Hanging out with my boy Demetrius, knowing I wanted to start comedy, knowing the biggest obstacle was the how, awkwardness. How do you fail? I just say that to be silly. I went to college in New York. I stayed there an extra you, you year. You finished college and then we were like... Yeah, right, and then I, I yeah. immediately got yeah, a job. I, I got home. a job like two weeks later, supported <laughs> yeah, myself for like a pay, year yeah. and, or 10 months and then moved back. Yeah, I moved back before Lisa ended. That's kind of that that's, is partly it. No, that's, no, 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 that's no. a failure. But that's I, actually mad cool. I sublet. I like. I didn't. You know. You I, lived I, there I lost in the last deposit. possible moment when New York was possibly livable. I could. It was a way more affordable <laughs> situation. Brooklyn was way more affordable you, even then than it is now. It's so much less affordable, cool. which is crazy. You, you snap for that. I How really, much did it change, bro? You were living. All right, so where I was yeah, living was 2010, what the outskirts were considered, which is ridiculous, and I'm sorry for even saying this, but like where no, what Notion was in 2010 and how dismissive people were of that street. And now, you know, my friend is off Ralph paying, which is a mile and a half east. So it's a mile and a half east of, pe- and grants a decade. But now pays, I was paying, if you want to really argue, Granted, he has a, a backyard access. I was paying four fifty a bedroom, and then we kept an extra bedroom open, so it was seven hundred a bedroom because we had we had a dining room in Brooklyn, which is insane. I was paying fourteen hundred for a three bedroom. He pays twenty one hundred for a two bedroom. He's way deeper than I was. So that's all pointless. I mean, sorry. Yeah, I, just, I love rent. The two things I love though is rental prices and intersections. Which, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's, cool. that, that's pretty crazy, man. You, that's pretty crazy, man. You could pay, man, you could pay three, four times that now. Yeah, now the, that apartment is three grand. So it's, oh my God. it's over double. Well, I want to ask uh, one last question. Before we work our way to the first break and thank you guys so much uh, pleasure being here this Absolutely. is just going to be edited down to when i razz you guys yeah, just perfect. like a, a, a sizzle reel of me razzing you this might be surprising but it's the first podcast i've been on uh, it's very surprising <laughs> well how about i should i should yeah i mean podcast is fucking silly you want to do our you, own right after this oh two. might as well it's be like back. the fluffer situation for the well, here is, I mean, I'm, well, I am new. First off, I, I do want to say I was on like, why I wanted to start a podcast was I was on like, I hadn't done a podcast before, say, August of last year. And between August and March, I did about a dozen. 
did a dozen podcasts. Yeah. And maybe six are released on anything you would listen to a podcast on. And the other six... they. There's what happened like, to the other are, six? You have like your fake, you know, GeoCities type websites, you know, that, and they're just there. Like they're on their blog spots. Like it's just. It's a li- that's a little like, weird. And I creepy. literally did this. Like, uh, why are you recording these podcasts? I don't, I don't like that every. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. It's one, like, there's a spot. It's called Q4 Radio. It might be gone. And I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'll go to war with you guys. You're, you run a weird business to me, busters. <laughs> here we go we're getting to the meat of the podcast right here q4 radio is the spot i don't i just don't understand it at all it's on chicago avenue it's an am radio station is a real station oh it's on chicago avenue it's it's just west of western it's on the yeah and it's uh it's a real radio station and on a radio or it's an am radio GSA. station no i mean okay. well this is how stupid i just so you were on a q4 Oh, I know. Let me get to my store, buddy. I'm going to fucking right, bring right. it home. So Q4 is the spot right. on Chicago. It's on the second floor. It's got at least three rooms. And the studio room I'm in every time is big. And there's a lot of infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And there's a stage like a band can play. And it's like, it's really top level. It's like, for, for what I'm seeing, it's to- it's the most top level stuff I've seen personally. You know, it's got the fancy mics like that. It's everything. There's this guy. <laughs> His name space. is... Flabby Hoffman. All right, fuck it. I'm going to war. <laughs> now, Flabby, I respect you. Is this his real silly, name or silly that's nickname? <laughs> no, that's, his, that's the name he goes by. Now, what Flabby does is he puts on a ton of events, and he opened up his own store at Diversity Milwaukee and Kimball, which is the intersection corner I grew up off of. He's in that where that Payless was. He oh, has, he has over an to Uncle Fun-inspired store. It's, it's called, which was a great store. Which was a great store. And this guy is like, it's called Flabby Hoffman's Extraordinarium. Shout out Uncle that's a cool ice, I Shout mean that's a cool costume yeah. and there's a there's a miniature golf course in that store when that payless store what's in a store there's a miniature golf course 18 holes now granted Does most of the holes are the, the size course? of the no you play the golf and it's like you know it's like three bucks okay. but the, most of the holes are like the size nah, of the table it doesn't seem like it could fit in there yeah exactly most of the holes are like the size of this table yeah which is what you know, eight square feet probably more Gabe gave me this table it's nice a very tidy. sturdy table. It was a very good gift from Gabe. Uh, but anyway, you go, and this is an old man. No, he's a, he's a man of his many years, and the radio doesn't broadcast anywhere. I just want, there's a radio station that doesn't work. I parked my car outside the radio station and put my, because I knew it was AM, so I knew the broadcast frequency wouldn't be that far. But I wasn't picking uh, it up it at d- a mile away. It d- didn't work at all? I never picked it up. And they tell you, like, in the fine print that it's like, oh, <laughs> no, what they say is we're spotty in certain parts of Chicago. You might not be able to hear it by your but house. But you can't even hear but it you by can, the radio you station. You can't even hear it 10 feet in front of the so fucking So they just sell ad space and no one ever no, hears they, it. No, I don't even know if they sell ads. This is a big conspiracy. They probably is. Hey, you want to buy more ad space? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're making money somehow. They're paying for this somehow, right? Yeah, no, it's you're, it's probably either ad space or nonprofit donation. I think it is a nonprofit. So it's ad space. No one ever gets to hear. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. No, you literally can't hear. It. And then so it's on their website. But who the fuck, who, who listens to that? No one listens to any. Like there's like if you look at web traffic, there's like twelve sites that make up all the web traffic. You know, it's like no one goes to your stupid Q4. No one exactly. goes to Q40. whatever. You're I didn't even know it was a station before yeah, today. Q4, not even 40. So it's My one bad. tenth of what you want it to be, and <laughs> okay. and the, no one goes to these random URLs. You know. So anyway, if you're gonna make a podcast or you're gonna take the time to 
and he does it four hour show every week. He schedules you get That's a lot of work. He schedules like a dozen guests. This Who is comes? too hard. And you are as my That's a little friends. rude to people's time. It's twenty minutes. Uh, it's pretty efficient. You just come, you talk for twenty minutes, he kicks you out. He asks you really weird questions, abrasive. They make horrible jokes. Like we're not being funny, but they're trying to be funny, and that's so much worse. Mm-hmm. And like they'll like literally be like, like one of the questions was he was like, oh, I'm sorry to shit on you, bro. Uh, I'm gonna probably delete a lot of this, but like. Uh, it was just like Melania Trump is a lizard person, yes or no, and that was the first question he asked me. <laughs> just like, oh, I didn't realize you went on this podcast. I did it twice. It wasn't even a podcast. It was AM radio, but it didn't broadcast. And because it's AM radio, they have to follow <laughs> all the FCC guidelines. Right. So they're like, like, I said hell, and I was panicking. I was like, oh, what the hell? And I panicked because that was the word I couldn't say. Wow, I'm the truth, man. Yeah, fucking. Anyway, She's so Flabby. He's got his new store up and running. He's trying to hire an acoustic guitarist for 20 bucks an hour to play and bring in customers. Seems like a pretty good deal for the guitarist. Yeah, yeah. I can play acoustic 20 guitar. bucks an hour? Yeah, you, you know how many fucking Seems uh, like a bad unemployed baristas? Right? You better fucking crawl to get that $20 job. So he puts it on DIY Chicago. I agree, that's a great fucking pay. Uh, he posted on DIY Chicago. Hey, I got my store up and running. Oh, but, but he, you know, he, he, yeah, I have my store up and running. I'd like to get uh, some performers. This Facebook group of like 10,000 DIY musicians is just like, me, how dare you have a show? Can you make an ad sucks. for something like that? Do you put the the genre of music you want? Or they just he assume puts acoustic. No, he puts acoustic. I think he said acoustic. But what if someone so brings an acoustic guitar and just plays like their acoustic versions of yeah. Metallica songs or something like that? Well, he, he I mean, or when Slayer. you hire someone, you get to hear their music. <laughs> you do get to like look at the SoundCloud. But uh, so you got shit on for putting up. Uh, they were like capitalism. Yeah. How dare you? And he, he was like, "You're evil. You're evil." Uh, there's like, it's like you're irresponsible uh, business owner for opening up, and it's just like and offering jobs. And it's just fucking piece of and shit. And that's what he said. It's like you know what? How how? What do venues? What do you want venues to do? It's like we. It's like so we just pack up and close, or do we keep it going? Are we one less space? I agree with him completely with that, you know. Uh, and and I agree if you personally don't want to go out and perform, but don't make it uncomfortable for everyone else, you know. Don't no, make this it. This was recent. This was literally two days ago with that stuff. But the podcast it was the first thing I did, and it was such a waste of time. So, I don't, you know, I'm supporting him on that, but also put your shit on fucking Apple Music. It takes like 20 minutes. Uh, and, if I, and there's so many friends who have podcasts now who I think might be the only people who would listen to my podcast <laughs> and they might have hundreds of episodes and it's it's on their random website that no one goes to and it's, it's a ton of work to go unseen and, and I wouldn't be surprised if they still have single digit views and plays and they're I, if I get if I don't fucking break you know seven views by episode 25 Calling it quits. In some sense, hats off to them. If for, seven for people don't listen to me cumulatively, cum- you, between two episodes, yeah. one person listened. Was that us in the car? It was you in the car that counted. <laughs> <laughs> you listened for over three seconds. I get the. I get the. Price. I really fucked up with that ad no, space buy. I only. I still haven't promoted this. I don't know if I will promote this. Cost per mil on that ad. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty horrible. <laughs> How frequently does someone else buy you a drink in a bar? The stranger. Strangers, very rarely. It's there was uh, a period say two where to three times more. in my life. Yeah, I think you got to oh. really hit it off with a stranger. And they were all adults. What's weird is like super nice adults. But everyone yeah. in a bar is an adult. 
<laughs> no, I mean, they're like 45, 50, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, uh, when I was, uh, when I was like 20, most bars, I, I like, I, there was a phase of my life, like as a junior in college, where I would go to bars and, like, huh. not have enough money. So I don't, I, I don't How know many, why I was such a yeah. shit dirtbag. Like How many that. strangers did you buy drinks that weren't girls? Guys, uh, strangers. I mean, well, if you. Uh, That's a fair question. I've probably only done it for like four or five yeah, other same. people, too. So yeah. So I think, you know. Oh, full strength. Yeah, you, what ends you up gotta run the ratio. How much you got? I buy an extra. You bought. But I don't know which ratio is It's probably the free drinks I get on the other flip side. The only time I've done it is if you buy an extra drink and then you hand off whatever that extra drink is to a stranger. Yeah. And that I've actually done, yeah. I don't know if you but, go to a bar. Like if I bought like seven <laughs> shots, but really there's only six guys doing shots, I would just hand that last shot off to someone. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking more like you talk to someone. Yeah, and you're like, this guy you're deserves like, a drink. Yeah. Not and, like, and hey, maybe you're in the yeah, process. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drink. I you met these drink. two dudes. This was awesome. This was one of the first times I hung out at Delilah's, which actually might be going under in COVID. You guys know about Delilah's? Mm, it's going under. Yeah. That was the bar in Lincoln. Yeah, right yeah. south of yeah. Diversity. It's yeah. one of older funk bars. But anyway, these two kids, you Chicago lab guys, a year younger than me. This was uh, five years ago. And I was just kind of having the... <laughs> last buying someone a drink story. <laughs> it was actually a little sooner. It was actually right before uh, Trump's election. Uh, it was the summer going into 2016. And uh, so it was four years yeah, ago. You, 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 you buy a fourth of a drink per year for <laughs> exactly. a stranger. And uh, No, it was two, two guys, so I each bought them a drink. Uh, and there was that. Yeah, half a drink. No, but it was cool. They were also really cool. They were just like... Really, the only time I've ever like been in, like just in my home and like I want to go out and drink, you know, alone and neighborhoody, and uh, I walked to Delilah's and I just met these dudes and it was like kind of like became friends. And it was cool for that one night. And then I saw this guy, one of the guys. I used to see him drunk as fuck in Old Town Ale House all the time. He would be just drinking by himself. And one time, and I used to, all, and I would buy him drinks every time I saw him. So okay. actually, I bought this guy a lot of drinks. Why were you buying this guy well, drinks? This might have been the wrong guy to be yeah, buying drinks. It sounds like he shouldn't be getting <laughs> yeah, more drinks. Probably. Don't broadcast that. Yeah, no, you, you were right. He definitely contributed well, in the wrong direction. He was a writer for the AV Club. Keyword was. I have no idea what he is. And, uh, and he was just sweet and funny. But, but like, he was always, like, visibly, yeah, visibly depressed. And I would go up, and this was like, Super early on when I was doing stuff at Second City, so I was doing really lame like class stuff, and then and then even when class ended, and I was doing director class stuff, and uh, and you know I was with my you know classes and my directing review crews, and uh, I was always such like we're nobodies at that point. Now I'm everybody, uh, and true. <laughs> I like that it made no sense. <laughs> Everybody is like an acid trip. Yeah, uh, it's got to agree. No, but uh, no, but I was just like you know, I was older than him, but I was like optimistic and had hope, and he was clearly jaded. And dude, one time he was on the corner of North and Wells, and he just like stepped in front of it. He didn't get the cab like stopped, it hit him, but it like stopped. <laughs> but he just like walked right in front of the cab. It was crazy. And like, I didn't really know that dude. Like I literally met him as a stranger and then like forgot his name but would see him and every time I saw him would buy him a drink and he just walked in front of a fucking kid. What if that was your future self? Huh. Hey Gora, you know I should make tips, right? Tips from what? From uh, customers. Why would he make tips? Because I take their glass out to their truck. That's like part of a job description. That's a service. <laughs> 
as part of a job description in a service. Yeah, industry. which is in, in their price. <laughs> they pay for That's a product. A service. <laughs> You're supposed to tip for services. Right. Dude, people, because I get, I'm talking about this because people offer me drinks all the time in, the, in a business context. If you're going to talk through that, if you're going to talk through that six inch mask, now you can wear the mask, but cause yeah, I like it. It's a cool Darth Vader mask. But. People offer me drinks in a business context all the time, but I never drink. That's why whenever they offer you drinks, say, just give me I, drugs. And I, yeah. <laughs> I just want drugs. <laughs> I don't drink. <laughs> you know, that might be the ad for the company right there. <laughs> this this yeah. ad is sponsored by... Uh, That's right. Yeah. We're going to war. By Max. Core he should glass. drop his company name because... He should drop his company name because he's my my old, old buddy and uh, also my employer. I'll tell you this, Max. And uh, I've decided now. It's like 1 a.m., so there's going to be some sleeping on the clock tomorrow. You already know what it is. <laughs> this this episode is already sponsored by you. <laughs> He's sleeping on the clock and asking for tips. It's like <laughs> <laughs> two minutes. <laughs> One two punch. Imagine asking your boss, "Hey, can I get tipped?" And can I sleep on the clock? You know, one two punch. No, I, w- I want you to know, Max, though, uh, I'm not running any of your ads. I've decided uh, I'm keeping your money, and you can see me in court and <laughs> eat a dick. <laughs> Good luck getting that money back, you fucking loser. <laughs> this was just an elaborate scheme to take $20 <laughs> out of me. You deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm doing a podcast. Here, listen to this podcast. I recorded for an hour and a half. I brought together all these people just to trick you later. Uh, we we got to get a list of people that definitely listen and then uh, figure yeah, no. out what a... Shout out to those open micers who think for some reason there's any fucking status associated with doing a show in a bar with four people I put on. There's none. So I appreciate you listening, but I have nothing to offer you. So turn it off now. The thing you guys don't get is the headphones. and I, So I sound, I know it like sounds silly in my headphones. Uh, but I think I probably... That's why you're doing the weird voices. No, I just, voice. I just don't have enough confidence to talk in a normal <laughs> speaking tone. <laughs> so I switch it up and sound weird. But what I want to do with podcasts, one of the goals of the podcast, this is, one, this is the only one of... Two things I, I, I see as a realistic end goal with a podcast is to start a second podcast. Wait, you're giving up on okay, this first yeah. podcast no, this that part, we're all this, part of? This podcast, you're not a part of this podcast. You're a guest. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm part of this podcast. You it, feel it, like you're a part of this, Demetrius? It does hurt to be halfway through this yeah. as a guest until, until this. You're is, no part of this, material's just going to be thrown <laughs> I'm going to re-record sign. all your words with mine. Like Billy Corgan <laughs> of the Smashing Pumpkins. I just, I let you play. But then I come back in at night and <laughs> I do all the parts. <laughs> I pick up your mic, put it down, pick up Max's. Oh, fuck. Did this, did that happen in the Smashing Pumpkins? Yeah, Billy Corgan's a, a weird guy, but he, yeah, he really did that. <laughs> I think, like, yeah, there's other stories of that, too. Like, that, that, like, that weirdly happens with guys. But definitely mm-hmm. Billy Corgan, like, every note of, like, infinite 
whatever mel- melancholy infinite set whatever we should talk about big bird he would just come in yeah and, and play the drums in place of the drummer and the bass in place <laughs> of the bass <laughs> the ego that's why uh, do something like that. they broke up. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. And then when they couldn't Wait, get Wait, when they recorded, he would replace him? He played... So in the studio album versions yeah. of most... I think there are two big albums. He plays every instrument. So they... How many members were there? There's three core ones. There's a bassist, a drummer, him. But there might have been four. <laughs> yeah, there's the bassist, the second guitarist, and a drummer. Oh, man, that's a huge fuck you. Oh, yeah. No, that's yeah. why, yeah. And, like, the woman, I forget her name. She, I think her Darcy. She quit, never came back. The, the guy, the guitar... The other guy... And Jimmy Chamberlain, the drummer, uh, they, they both have rejoined. Was he a lot better than them? Or? Uh, I mean, you could argue, like, I mean, he wrote all their songs. You could argue that he, I mean, I would argue that he's kind of like on that musical. I like, mean, I prefer Smashing Pumpkins to a lot of those bands. I don't know what you, if you guys ever that got was into Smashing that. Pumpkins? I never was that? too well. The you said 90s Smashing scene. Pumpkins was yeah. doing that shit? That was the band we're talking about. So they're okay. from Chicago. So they were like kind of Chicago's. They, even though they weren't exactly grunge and he would have definitely he was like a fucking an art nerd so he would he would definitely throw that label away he would, i mean he's like a megalomaniac but he's also super interesting you know so he would the megalomaniac to the extent that he had a full band See, uh, never, and re-recorded all the instruments yeah but uh, to your point maybe if because i didn't listen to the music enough if he was seen as like a genius to the to the point where his drumming would have been better than the drummers or his he viewed himself that way. he was definitely marketed that way and then he viewed himself that what way what was this guy Billy Corgan uh, yeah interesting guy he is also he has he was hanging out with Dennis Rodman during the whole 98 finals he has like crazy stories Dennis Rodman I gotta say has one of the most interesting lives of any oh, professional athlete yeah. of all time but like so yeah Billy Corgan was like flying with him like going you know we had that whole when he was wrestling and then going to Vegas right. and yeah that whole time Billy Corgan was there. The world is a vampire. Oh. Anyway, in spite of all my rage, still just a random cage. One. They played that one on 101.1 a little too many times. What do you think of the DJs on times. Q101? I heard the I heard that station um, like a week or so ago. I spent just so coming, much just time coming here from, from California, not listening to oh. the radio here for a long time, and it feels like it's the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Songs they're playing in the same rotations <laughs> yeah. as they're playing in seventh grade. <laughs> like I Probably heard, are. I heard "Can't Stop." I heard that mm-hmm. Evanescence song. Oh man, Jesus! I, yeah, it was yeah. like they were just knocking one 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 after the other of like the greatest hits of that era. On the second episode, which I I cannot bring up because it's not that episode. All the editing out I did was we just shat on Mancow Mueller for like half an hour. <laughs> and Fitz, Fitz was like, oh, I like him. He's my personal friend. He's a dad. My dad and them are good friends. He's really nice to me. He got me and he met me. He introduced me to Mick Foley. <laughs> and then I was just like, oh, I got to delete all this. <laughs> yeah. in, case he, you know, in case Mancow listens to every single thing. But here's what you can do. Can you say that? What you can do We're with a podcast. Celsius. So this is the base podcast. This is the podcast that obviously millions of people download and subscribe to, even though I'm currently at one every Which two episodes. One? This one, the one you're on. Oh, okay. Journey of a Thousand Miles. Second podcast, thank you. It's a business podcast where I interview business people. That's cool. Because here's the thing about business owners. They get hard-ons if, uh, if you stroke them off. This is true. So they they if you can present legitimate media, a legitimate media presence, a legitimate media reach, and you have that, and you have that built in, I think I could interview top level C suite guys in Chicago. 
How much reach do you think you need to have and how expensive do you think it would be to create that fake reach before you start getting real people that want that fake reach and create real reach? Very interesting. Uh, I think if I had, if I could prove 10,000 unique listeners, I don't know how you couldn't argue for that reach. 10,000? You think you could go to the top I, business people? Well, what's crazy with podcasts, I already, like podcasts, because I'm on iTunes, because I'm on Spotify... We should make a Chicago like business podcast and then just run run through all the C suites and then you meet C suites and you those, yeah those fake numbers and then start bringing in the people that matter. No, hundred percent. And I, I mean the thing is, this is the thing with that podcast. That podcast is not going to be interesting. That podcast is solely an ego stroke for the C suites. But okay. then you get direct audiences with them, and you just say, "Hey, we sponsor my podcast for twenty bucks." <laughs> <laughs> No, but that's like I think that's the goal. I think that's where you take Pac. I think that's where you take what you have to take with whatever hustle in general is. If I'm doing comedy, I have to find out how do I get even even if I was just only did stand up, which I wouldn't. I don't know if I mean maybe I could. Yeah, you could. I will. Uh okay. Good. But uh you know like what, what the best thing comedy has to offer is that you have more power than you than you should. Because you have like you have more influence than you have power or money, like I'll never make more than seventy grand off comedy, but the amount of reach comedians get is so much more than what that I believe. Yeah, like that's 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 the benefit I've had from it already. I find is that you know I haven't made jack shit, but I still walk down. I still get recognized sometimes, which isn't never by hot girls, so it doesn't count. But it's you know it's still something. Anyway, so you, you know. Demetrius, you've thought about doing comedy? I have. I have. So that means you're going to do it. Maybe this Monday. Cool. I don't have a set, but I'll... No, you don't need it. Like we were talking about, I've got the notes on my phone. It's so funny that anyone who, like, anyone who, who's done it, you don't understand until you, you, you get through it, but it's like, it, you could be so bad, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Well, they say everyone bombs the first time. No, they don't. Never heard that one. Huh? I think the good ones. I crushed it. Doesn't matter. My first time. Uh, no, my my thing is what I say specifically is you got to do it five times so that you do bomb because I think by your first time you'll bomb, but I think you can be prepared enough through your first several and you know set yourself up enough to succeed for multiple times in a row. I think you'll do all right. I think you you can do all right. I don't think you need to do all right. I think like the lesson that you don't learn until you learn is that. Is it just how meaningless it is to bomb? It's mean you you go in and it's like the whole place is filled with like Donovans. You're like, do I really fucking care? But but, but as nebbish as I look, but way more spineless. So it's a one-two <laughs> I punch. I don't doubt that it would be worthwhile to try at least once. Yeah, no. Remember the crowd at Bordell's that night? You killed it. Yeah. But yeah, I remember looking at the crowd and Bordell is a cool spot though. Uh, Bordell is the only time I don't, I don't know if I want to. Talk out of school, but uh, close the deal through comedy. Bordell's the only time I close the deal through comedy. Nice. I uh, I pulled a Tinder date. This is like it's a glorified open mic. Yeah, this where you should go, Demetrius. <laughs> hybrid show. Bordell's <laughs> 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 closed right now, or the mic oh, is going. But I t- tell <laughs> you, like how I thought I was thing. having a heart attack there. But I actually had my joke about you, Gabe, it's sort of about dating a redheaded Mexican with white skin Mexican. My female Louis C.K. Yeah. Inspired. Yeah. I know light-skinned Mexicans exist because of Gabe. 
Yeah, I know. My mom is. Uh, so then I was. As they come. So then I was able to write a joke about dating one, which isn't cl- isn't doesn't mean anything. Don't look any further into it. That I based writing a joke off dating someone off of. Gabe. What's the joke? Yeah, yeah. I said, uh, oh, I go. Uh, well, it's a lot of stuff, but you know, well, the, the gist I'm of it is, you know, my, my Mexican girlfriend, uh, you know, she's a. Uh, white with red hair like a female Louis C.K. She also wears black t-shirts and jerks off in front of co-workers without asking so there's multiple parallels there. And uh, and his (laughs) fake girlfriend's based on Gabe right here? Yes, because he has red hair and he's white. (laughs) (laughs) But it's Mexican so I knew about it. Dude, I know it's it's the most flattering joke that you could have made about me. (laughs) (laughs) Not flattering one. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I feel like he's making a move, Gabe. (laughs) But you you know my joke from Gora, right? Oh, yeah. It's a bicycle joke. Whenever I see you, I have to tell it because it's my second joke. So I always, so I'm way past it. Bicycle. There's a bicycle hierarchy in this city. You know, there's people cruising back. You know, there's the people I cruise by. Those bozos on divvy bikes. You know, no swag. They probably had rolly backpacks back in high school. The other side of the spectrum also. They're faster than me, but they also are worse than me because I'm the best. Those assholes in the Lance Armstrong gear, and they speed right by me. But they're assholes because they have the time management to switch into that dorky yellowed shirt every day. <laughs> that was based on a concept we talked about where we said we were faster than Divi bikes. We are. But there's people faster than us, which is very true. There's those bikeaholics. I bike all the time, and it's there's guys who still take it way too hard. I'm so like, what's hey, my joke, Donovan? Guys, that no, you don't get one. I wonder, do you? I don't think you do. Yeah, maybe not. I haven't said anything funny though. Oh, I'm sorry. Or insightful. It's okay. It shows that you're a good person. Yeah, for all you trying to come at Dimitri, y'all only get four bars. <laughs> <laughs> fuck y'all, fuck <laughs> y'all, fuck <laughs> y'all, fuck <laughs> y'all. What the hell's you and me? <laughs> Dimitri, so you're a good person, but. You're not any. Yeah, you don't have any wise takes on the bicycle hierarchy. Yeah. City. Uh, yeah, I can't think of a single thing you've ever influenced me on. In your can't joke writing career? No, in anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't fair, think you've shown me anything fair. in life. It's <laughs> 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 a mostly give friendship. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get that a lot. No, no, no. Demetrius lives in San Diego. That's fucking I cool. You told me Tijuana. That's what you've shown me. Yeah, there we go. Tijuana would have yeah, never seen never that Tijuana. We saw some furries down there. Remember that? We saw some furries. Not Tijuana. My first furries. In, in San Diego. Crazy. We saw these furries. Those furries come up a lot in my mind because of they're just in a park and they clearly had you know some they clearly registered with the park to be they, there. They had tents set up. They had tents and they were, tables. They were putting out a nice spread of chips and, dress and up snacks as furry animals and have sex. And then yeah, have sex. but this was like but they were having sex. They, they were having in a park. No, no, no. They're just having a nice picnic. They were playing like bean bags. But they had like the park. They clearly cleared this with the park. This was like this Sunday, was in San 10 a.m. Yeah, it, it San was San Diego, and, and like their nice whatever. What park was they that? Got, they was permitted the park, Mission Bay, this Mission Bay, which is right on the on yeah, the, uh, on the ocean. prime spot. I feel like all right, like in high school, we're biking around. There's some furries well, we in the park. We we're fucking we throwing some, some like eggs at them, yeah. We wouldn't have gotten thrown eggs. Don't <laughs> recast us that don't, way, Gordon. We would have. I would have. Don't air this part to the no, public. This part gets aired. Wait, I'll correct it's not the truth. fucking acceptable to say that we would egg furries. Now furries are fucking they're, protected. Their suits class. are so expensive. 
They need to wash them at specialty washers. And not every specialty washer is accommodating because they're excluded for their weird furry things. LGBTQF is a very serious thing, my friend. The F has been added as of today. Furries. It was interesting. Have, we wouldn't have egged them. We would have we said some, some, some smart-ass shit, yeah, though. But we wouldn't have gone out of the way to egg them. Uh, the one thing we did do is we white out people. where, And this everyone did to everyone. Where yeah, you not, I would definitely. No, you wouldn't have. The, what we did do was we we whited out people, and that happened. Everyone, where when it was snowy, and you would just ten dudes would just <laughs> jump a dude, <laughs> yeah, and then you just kick them a bunch with snow, but also kick them, and then you had snow all over them. That was that, fucked that's up. called whiteout. We did that <laughs> <Yeah>. a lot. <laughs> that's just jumping a dude. That was when you look back, up. boys will be boys. And uh, the other thing we did was during Freshman Friday, we I always carried the tradition on of you know just hazing a few freshmen, <laughs> tying them up by their testicles, and making yeah, them walk around with a Yeah, but we did it for like a battery. year. <laughs> it wasn't like a Friday. <laughs> no, that's what John Ham did. What I did was we threw pennies on him on a Friday, and but like. We, we threw pennies hard. Did you get hit by pennies, freshman? No, but a lot of... I, I managed to escape, too. A lot of freshmen. Yeah. Freshman and I could I, I, I just went out the side door. Everyone in the front was Yeah, fucked. I know. It was the same, yeah. like, stupid... I got out eighth period, and I just went out a different door. Yeah, people to used to throw batteries and all sorts of dumb shit. But, like, freshman Friday, our first freshman year was epic. Like, I did see... And I would just... I, yeah, I basically came right back and just watched. I came back to watch. It was just Yeah, like, I was part of the crowd seeing, like, and fellow we were, classmates just, get fucking And hit. that's how I first met Ashkan, who's been a friend since then uh you know he, he was getting pelted with pennies and i go up to him and and he's like are you gonna get me too and i'm like no i'm also a freshman because ashkan was, was small at the time. <laughs> yeah that's cool i didn't know that's how you guys met yeah he'll, he'll, he'll tell the story the same way it was yeah. max chalk pelting him with pennies too the thing is of course we became friends that was the whole lesson of well you already knew max chalk because yeah, he was already our, hazing me when he was in high school, school and and I, yeah he would come right? haze, haze me when i was in grade school talk trash uh but no, he's a great guy. Uh, because that's how hazing works is it's a passing of a torch, you know? And that torch is a flashlight you stick up their butt. <laughs> but no. But uh no, no, no. But so I threw pennies at kids, yeah. And, yeah. That, and now those kids like me. Hazing is actually awful. <laughs> <laughs> real hazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, real hazing is terrible. Yeah, real hazing like, is actually like awful. Like throwing, like, you know, pennies at kids is, like, really relatively harmless. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we did nothing. Yeah, sticking a flashlight up a guy's butt, or what John Hamm did, like, of we all, attaching a car battery to a Wait, guy. Wait, what? Yeah, that's messed up. We're Who did this? No. I believe... John Hamm did a prank. Their hazing frat fraternity prank was that the like it made you an Oshkosh for another. Yeah, the pl- exactly. And then and, and then the other years it was so epic. When the first year, the sophomore year, which was kind of the last year, it could really happen. When it w- that's like why I was into it because it was just so epic. Where it's just like a whole school. I don't remember that. sophomores through seniors, like hundreds of kids who <laughs> never came together. Our school was so d- much diversity, socioeconomic, just you know so many <laughs> others and we all came together to throw pe- friend, pe- pennies at any freshman you know again yeah, any freshman was could pretty do. united for those days oh it was so beautiful and he was just, yeah. and, but that one especially and i remember one kid just had a umbrella oh yeah just opened it up and it like worked, he had some he had some, he had some funny name blowed. too Everyone's uh, just mind blowing. He just Maurizio like, or some he shit. just stepped out opened the pen the umbrella and like it deflected every penny and yeah then, 
And then he sat down and probably got pelted with pennies anywhere. But <laughs> no, I, I saw a person that tried that same trick. Uh, didn't work out. The umbrella didn't really open. Yeah, like, <laughs> they got right. the shit beat out, it out of them. And they walked out those front doors that once you were out, you couldn't come back in. Yeah, they were stuck. Plan didn't work so well. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Dude, that's so, it's so psychological because it's not that bad. Are you stopping it? Hit with pennies. But the whole week, they're like Freshman Friday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So you're on Freshman yeah, yeah. Friday. And then it builds up. Yeah. And then, then yeah. I, I know it was so fun. You guys I remember this one freshman year? There was supposed to be a gang fight in uh, in Oz Park. There was a lot of rumors. There, we had a lot yeah, of there was rumors like, and we had a lot of But this was the most rumors. credible, I think, rumor at that time. The most impressive rumor was sophomore year when Lane Tech had a, and this is what I don't want to talk about. But when Lane Tech had the, the gun threat on their bathroom yeah. about our school, and like literally a third of the school did not show up. Well, there was also that. Time. But most people didn't show up not because of a risk of danger, at a risk of, of or just a, a way to take advantage of a, a reason not. To, like, oh yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. But they there was started, also that time where the guy on the bus threatened to bomb the school. It was in the oh, paper yeah. actually. I think it was. You're right. I went in to the Chicago Day Tribune. Yeah, yeah. Wait, this was an actual guy. Yeah, some some crazy guy on the bus the made a bomb threat, threat. When the gun threat happened though, and they made the announcement through the whole school. What was crazy was this I felt was so indicative of our school. We were in gym class, and this would have been the only time was specifically that announcement. Someone came into the locker room and went on the top of the lockers with a crowbar and pried open the tops of every locker and stole everyone's belongings. Who had the my, stuff got, my stuff got <laughs> stolen like that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the bottom half because I was, yeah, we, I, I was yeah. savvy. No. My stuff was in the bottom half, and they went through. Oh, we were, I think we were in the yeah. same locker. Yeah, you at put the your time, stuff right? in my locker, and Corey yeah. did too, and it all got stolen. Whoa. Who was it? Me, you. Oh wait, Corey, you were Corey in one locker. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh man, not, yeah, not they, the real lockers, fought, yeah. but the busted the, the top the one and then busted the metal that's down. A, that's what's also interesting is you had Jim in different period, so that means at one point one of our stories precludes the other, and these <laughs> lockers were either temporarily or probably poorly fixed, which is why this was able to happen multiple yeah. times. Yeah. But you did not. Have, yeah, you had a different right. period gym class. You're right. So yeah. that means probably the same guy. Same just, guy. Yeah, he got the technique fix. down. Like, have you put something <laughs> expensive yeah. in there? Like every time he sees them fix it. Yeah. There's a reason I didn't carry more than like five dollars on. Yeah, yeah. We I limited how much cash, and this kind of lived with me throughout, well, like until we were, my early twenties. Right, so we were all cross exactly. Like, we, we, don't carry more than ten dollars in fucking cash. Yeah. But we would crop, like the yeah, or like the cash, yeah, cash in my socks for my whole childhood growing up you know through 18 like i'll be yeah well, yeah we used to put yeah, that was fucked up yeah. and then you pay with this greasy ass yeah you just forget that that was your whole life <laughs> but uh we used to make these crazy moves across the city and and not have google maps like that's how we were yeah uh, there wasn't yeah because yeah, we had to make crazy. I used to have a bus card hidden in my book bag. Oh, the bus card, the you second bus card. What was you crazy know, with all of us was we all understood. I mean, yeah, because it was. We couldn't communicate with yeah, our parents. Sure. We, we all knew that the risk of your wallet getting jacked was real. Yeah. You getting jumped, mugged, everything was real. And you're, you kind of had this played out where you were prepping so that if you do get jumped... You can point. still make it home. Someone no, you were re- you're prepared to be like, well, let me keep my bus card. Like you would yeah. rehearse that in your head so that, yeah. oh, if I get fucking, ju- if I get yeah. a gun to my head, yeah. I gotta be like, yo, I need to get home. Let me keep my bus card. You ever got jumped though? I was, I think the only kid who did you get jumped? Yeah. I think I was the only kid who did. Yeah, know? I did. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm the only person who never got jumped. Yeah, and I was so prepared for it too. That's awesome. No, I, and it was it was luck because I mean no, I mean we really did come from an environment which is just so 
I don't know, think unless I thought, yeah. you, unless you were in it, I just don't know how you can uh, understand just like yeah, I was so how bizarre. For what I said, bro, <laughs> no. like all they took was this, you know, cell phone mm-hmm. that was, was probably expensive. It well, seemed they, expensive at the time, but wasn't like a flip phone. Yeah. Well, I told the and, story. Uh, Five dollars. I didn't have more than. Oh man. You know, any cash on me. They only take $5. Yeah, and we and limited that, to cash. That's what's the mask. Again because I was just like, uh, Let's take the Darth Vader well, mask off. I was like, Let's know. take the Darth Vader mask off. I was like, oh man, I was... <laughs> yeah, don't give in a peer pressure. He had it off enough already. Now you're going to get uh, sick. I made myself, you know... Well, you fucked after up. After that, I was like, you know, I didn't have my head on a swivel. <laughs> and then... No, I mean, I that's just, the thing. You took... You had, you, you had... That you were a victim and victim blaming yourself. Yeah, I wasn't better. Uh, we don't. Have, yeah, I mean, the point being, I, I was. You know what the story I told recently, and I tried to tell it as a joke, but it just it doesn't translate because mm. people can't relate to like the world we were in. Do you remember that guy who came with the snakes and he was holding the snakes and they were like he was holding them like chains. Yeah. So imagine he was on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What was that? What year was two this? Snakes. Two snakes. Yeah. It was either sophomore or junior year. This was the first time. This was like you a call kid, the cops? or this was like a grown, grown up. Someone called the cops. It was a high school. No, kid. this this hadn't happened yet. This is. But anyway, this guy was that guy was that guy was sketchy. Whoever that guy was. Wait, someone oh, came yeah. into school with two snakes. Yeah, a, a, I do think he was out of high school age. I think he was like nineteen to twenty-two. Yeah, but he's still kind of a kid. He was not, still he was meant. A, yeah, he was. You a, guys saw this person, yeah, or let me I mean, tell the story. Don't ask. Yeah, let me just. I got this. Sorry, I'll cut this. You're right. You asked to ask questions. I appreciate it. I'm sorry. Please stop yelling at me. Continue. <laughs> 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 All right, we were at the mall and. <laughs> No, this guy had a, he had like two yellow snakes that were like very long and big, like multiple feet long. Pythons or something. Pythons, yeah. Or like maybe even, yeah, pythons, yeah. And uh, imagine he's holding, like kind of how you would imagine, you know, holding a snake in each hand and the snakes are at the bottom, like, you know, they weren't as cool as I think we all, he wanted them to be. But he definitely imagined them as like, you know, they could like bite it. <laughs> He'd hold them up and they'd just reach out and bite at you. But they kind of were because they'd like hold their neck up a little and their head up a little. And he was doing that and I think he was swinging them like ropes. I kind of feel like he swung them a little. Which was just I nuts. don't remember that part, but I wouldn't doubt it. He definitely swung them some. I'm not, Man. I don't know if he did a full rotation, I, it was but he like su- swung them at people. It was such like, a f- wild four years. Oh, this is the first time I'm ever Python. hearing this story. I'm not just swinging pythons at d- And then he like left and brought his like pit bull. The, the pit bull, I remember vividly. Wait, why did he bring the pit bull? Yeah, I remember he kicked the dog. And I won't forget like, that. Yeah, no, it was, it was one of the worst things I've ever seen. He just, like, took this dog, and, like, he didn't play basketball, and, like, everyone was in shock. Like, everyone from every background, you know, everyone from every part of the city. Was I don't know like, if I've ever been more torn in terms of really, really wanting to make him stop. We left and called but the like, cops. not being able to. Well, you were with me. I mean, you guys clearly were. If you guys were there, you were. we were there. We went to Kidova and called the cops. Yeah. We, well, we all went fucked yeah. up. We did go to Kido. That's the first time I ever called the cops on someone. But he was just like in front of like a couple dozen people, which right. was like and a like busy part of Chicago, busy park on the playground, off a busy sh- on a basketball court, off a busy street. Exactly. The people dri- p- driving by could have looked over. Everyone, and yeah. And he was just like inter- like everyone's game was interrupted by like an extreme level of abuse. And what this guy was, I mean, granted, he was clearly slow, but he was also clearly dangerous. Like he was like clear. Everyone was respecting the fact that he was dangerous. Right. Yeah. This was on a basketball court. You he was unhinged. You know, he was. A, you know, this was on the court at Oz Park. Huh. Basketball court. You know. Like everyone was respecting. 
it's fucked up that we yeah, it's, we exposed ourselves to these like these, lunatics and just like continue to. I mean, it's all yeah. This lunatic just coming to a high school with just like two snakes that are just like sizzling. Yeah, and then, like a month later, yeah, you yeah. find a next snake dude. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just like reincarnated as some other freak shit. Yeah, I got the same sense. Do a hundred percent would come back with the gun. Oh no! Yeah, and, I, right? Yeah. And I think everyone crazy out of control. Even like the dudes who temporary. were. You know, involved with that stuff weren't even the because like the courts were busy when that happened, and even people involved with that stuff were giving it like like no one wanted it like everyone just wanted him gone like everyone you know how often would this guy come? I don't know. It was one time. I don't know if, but I think he might have been the guy that actually ran through Corey's pockets. And then he, I don't know if you remember that he ran through Corey's pockets and then he grabbed a giant just because his yeah the branch and he, grabbed, he followed yeah. us yeah, yeah. that I, was the kid that guy I, yeah that guy was because I have no idea who that guy was they both were dressed out of time this was like the late you know this is late two thousands they're dressed like it's ninety nine you know you know yeah. and it's way baggier than the times called like way out of time like this looked out of style at the time and uh, they were both looked like they were older like than they should you know high school. But I think that was the only shit. time I saw him. But I don't know if those are the same dudes. Because I don't know who those dudes, either yeah. of those dudes were, right. you know. Yeah, listen, no one really liked him. No, no, no one even knew who that dude was. I mean, maybe, I maybe he was related to someone. No one, no no one, one knew him. him no one knew like, him. No one respects him except that. That was the only like, time we saw him, I think. He was, yeah, no one respected him, really. Because, yeah. like, physically, right now, we would kick it. We would kick his ass yeah that's what's so no, i mean just we are now you know, if all four of us in a bubble yeah if there was the, only us four and him started kicking kicking his dog we would break it physically, up physically that's the other thing so. too but yeah, there's I, always the fear of no, like no. yeah someone yeah, who's only, unhinged and he was what he if was he did a lot have a older than us i mean he was like yeah in his 20s he wasn't he was that dude who was also and i think we are i think what is important that we are saying i think is that he was like he was that i mean he was a dude it's such another level to hold two large snakes in a city, in Chicago, and hold them as like as as as, as ropes or so or change. <laughs> like imagine that. Like as whatever cartoon imagination you have for that is real. That's what happened. We saw that. That happened. Yeah. Where did he get the snakes? And that's the thing is like this guy had two snakes and a dog, and it's like he was abusing all three animals. Like yeah, very badly yeah, without a doubt Terribly. the snakes happened like 20 minutes you saw the dog the snake was like 20 minutes yeah the early. snake's coming back to me now I, I must have just it got overshadowed by the dog probably the dog was I don't brutal. know if I was there I can't remember the story yeah, yeah he was you know he was like any person in their 20s that hangs out at a high around school. high schools yeah like just like gay poppage <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, not since high school, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I will not say, since high school. I went to uh, I was during the quarantine and the shutdown. That doesn't happen. The first like the May sick. It was like the first weekend of May. I, I walked through Oz Park. First off, slammed with people. I've never seen that many people in Oz Park. Oh yeah, past co- yeah, right. Oh, was cool. When was it? Oh, Today? Dude, it was crazy. Past couple of days, I walked past yeah, and thought the same thing. Today we drove by. It was first or the last. This was the first. This was also the first. Like this was like the first weekend day that was like seventy and sunny too. 
Uh, so it was like May 6th, I think. I think yeah, the whole the city was like packed with people then in the parks. True, true, but it was all, you can go outside. But it was, yeah, so that makes sense. But it was also like, people, what I thought was crazy, so it was like my first time being there in just a long time period, you know, a couple years period, and uh, the, the field is just filled with people. And like oh, every, and, and the field is still run down. It's still all potholy up. It's like not even, it's not well taken care of. There's no grass and 80% of it's just dirt. It's just worn dirt. Cause you know, there's all these people sitting on it beyond even the high school. But you know, what's crazy. There's only like one group of like 15 year old stoners in the garden. I'm like, there's this beautiful ass garden everyone can sit in. <laughs> they're all choosing to sit on these like worn fucking dirt patches. And there's like a, a really well manicured like Probably cost the city like yeah. hundreds of thousands. No one ever wanted to go on that. Yes. And it's only ever, I mean, you're talking about before I was born, because since my parents were in high school. You know what it is? It's been overrun with stones. It's the fence. Normal yeah. park, you can just walk right up. You, you got to open like, the fence. It's like a three foot, I, like even as a grown up, like out of shape grown up, you could still hop that fence. Like that's such a small, it's like not a full size, I mean, you're joking. I'm you think that you're joking. Is keeping, yeah. But it's like, it's like a 36 foot, it's like a three foot fence. It's like yeah. not a real fence. We used to jump over it in high school. We used to like step over it. Yeah, all right. You'd, 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 you'd like run, oh. All right, you gotta lose the gum. That's what I was thinking, that's my game back, don't take a piece. Dude, you know what, I, I tangled with that dog. Is a gum or the microphone? I tangled with that dog a couple times. What? You have no snacks. That's not gonna help. You have more drink. The, the story I have about that, the you have crazy. I have. A, I do have fruit snacks. I think every podcast host should be required to provide some sort of fruit snack to their yeah, guests. I think you should definitely provide fruit snacks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I thought we were gonna. I'm gonna go get the fruit snacks. We'll be back with our last, our last words. We have one more break from our sponsors, and I'll get the fruit snacks, and we'll finish. But you sounded funny. Uh, I'm just saying. No, they do look like these these gummies definitely yeah, look I, like dicks. Yeah, you know, when I got the box of fruit snacks yesterday, and it's definitely it's ago, the the one fruit snack that's like kind of dick colored. Oh yeah, you know? no, yeah, they got a flesh colored carrot which is why is there even a carrot in a fruit snack package that throws me off because you know what another orange thing would be hey that's not orange that's flesh colored you are right you're eating a flesh colored gummy but orange is orange so you could have done orange that's an orange fruit right no. there i got you it's an orange circle it's easier to make than your dick shaped carrot it's a it doesn't make sense and they're all flavored the no, same. these guys are definitely pedos this was and i had the exact same thought process two days ago and that's what fruit. Fruit. like look at this fruit snack to you? It looks like a rocket ship to me. Rocket okay. shit. Rocket ships look a little like dicks. All the best. Like when we drew the dicks. You're not going to get a better take of a carrot out of me. Yeah, but why the would spot. there be a rocket ship fruit snack? There's a rocket ship popsicle and it's fucking delicious. Really? You know about it? Well, it's a firecracker. Firecracker. Mm, yeah. Not a rocket ship, I guess. It looks like one. Yeah. I think the, the packaging might have been a rocket ship. If there's a zombie apocalypse. Well, this one makes sense. Dude, Color is yeah, grape and it's grape. One in there. 
That looked like a dick. You no, know, it that definitely looks like, looks like a dick. dick. They, the moths, moths, get your shit together. A, there yeah. needs to be less carrots in the Giant. fruit snacks. All right, zombie apocalypse happens right now. What are you doing? My brother. Are we all friends? Did we make an agreement? Okay, it can happen. It's two questions. It happens right now. I think we all make a po- pact. And it, or it happens. We got to stick together and we got to fuck everyone up. All right, cool. It's funny you ask that because uh, growing up, my brother, Nick, and I, uh, we, we would like go with my dad to work. Mm-hmm. And he was at like construction sites and stuff, building up, uh, fixing up apartments. So we spent a lot of time at Home Depot, which is really cool when you're a kid. But it also gets boring because we there's sometimes we'd be there for like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. So we used to play this game to pass the time, where in each aisle we'd pick out what we would use as a weapon mm. for the zombie apocalypse. It's a great way to pass the time if you're at Home Depot. I'm into that. I'll start yeah. playing that. Yeah, because that's like all right, just one aisle. You have to think about a lot of stuff you got to take into account. Mm-hmm. Like, your n- if there's like a nail gun's cool, but you're gonna run out of nails. Okay, so here's mm-hmm. the story. But if you pick an axe, that, or you know, you got to think of t- the, the, reach, your number the one? reach of here's the weapon. The scenario. Here's the scenario. Number one in Home Depot. Zombie apocalypse. It probably was an axe. Sawzall, I think, would be Ch- sawzall. Chainsaw. Like, the, the, the really, like, the newer ones that they're not even as big, but they, like, just cut, they'll cut through everything. But, like, you, but need, you need a battery power, on it. You need a power source. Yeah. You gotta no, take, there, there's battery packs. If you, the yeah, battery packs probably don't last more than 30 minutes yeah, of doing it runs sawzall. Out. You're going to be fighting zombies for no, a long time. These will last, like, a two hour. No, yeah, two you're hours on zombies? Is that enough on the zombies? If, if we have electricity, we charge it again. Okay, here's what I'm saying. Here's the scenario. <laughs> yeah, but how here's are you charging this shit when the there's zombies fucking like crawling through your windows? Listen, we're gonna. Sh- I'm in charge now. I, I got the I got the best. Gabe, to this, but go ahead. Gabe, here's the scenario. You get to be in charge, and it's right now. It broke out right now. We see the trickle right now, and we're we're awake, so we're aware. But most people won't be awake even. So it is right now. I think if it was right now, we'd all assume we're just like, hi. No, this is getting okay. All right. The first thing, and I... Just had 10 seconds. Yeah, I got the best options because I got dogs. Dogs are the best asset and a good vehicle. Vehicles are also the best asset. But dogs are the best asset because you can have a weapon, but the dog is going to sit there and if something moves while you're sleeping, it's going to wake up and let you know. That's a good point. So, you know, we go to get the dog. Yeah, and the dog's going to say, oh, I hear something off in the distance over there. So our first move is we leave this house right now and go get your dog. Yeah. Okay. The thing with the, the dog is you really the, don't want to end up with an the, I Am Legend the, the most important turn of thing, events. Yeah, dude. It's like the essential thing. Be? What happened? That you, it ended with him and the dog. It's also but. the best thing to get. And then you got to have, you know, a pickup truck, a, a Toyota you know, if you if you don't Specific have some, a Toyota pickup truck, <laughs> weapons fitted on the back. It's got to be Japanese. I will say that Gabe is what valuable. Are you doing? Gabe what are you has doing? brought his. Gabe has used the reason to bring up a, a zombie apocalypse as reasons to tell you his value, which is he is a dog in a pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> and frankly, it's better than most men these days. So good for you, Gabe. I agree. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. And then uh, yeah. So we have your pickup truck. And the cops got weapons. And where do we drive to? The cops got weapons. Okay, the cops got weapons. So we just trust the police. Makes sense. Well, think well, that denim the police denim. are all zombies. Oh, damn. Good point. We don't know they're if these zombies have guns. What do you do, yeah, Cora? You're in charge now. Back at my place. Uh, I, I think we got to make a pact and ensure no one here is trying to pull some shit. So when the shit hits the fan, your first concern is 
paranoia that your closest <laughs> friends don't actually trust you. What do you mean? It's a zombie. You turn it into a survivor game. That's what it sounds like. It is a fucking survivor game. No, we no, the, no, no, the, the game show. Not yeah, we're, we're on each other, man. We survive. No, all but right, it's like so, in so a we're at, so all right. So we had the conversation, and that was the conversation. We're here. Yeah, I'll tell you this. And then the zombie apocalypse hits right now, buddy. No, we're not enemies. <laughs> I will not be trying to all one right, over it's you. It's good to know. Turn against you. <laughs> in that moment, we're close friends. And um, number two, I think next step is get some weapons. We need some fucking weapons. Knives, whatever you have in the kitchen. And then after that, probably make a plan to go get more fucking weapons. All right. I like. Where do we get those? What weapons? We need. We need guns. Yeah, we should go to people with guns. Demetrius, what's your plan? Well, you run into something with weapons. There's basically two things you need right away: weapons and food. Food, food, water. Mm-hmm. So where you're gonna want to go is Home Depot because they have the weapons and they also sell <laughs> jerkies and different types That's of true. Yeah. candy Too bars. Bad. Your dad didn't take the Bass Pro Shop right. and you could look at guns. <laughs> then we would have been onto something. Then you would have been a little yeah. better shape. Well, as you guys are my oldest friends, I will tell you, but I'll have to delete this from the podcast because it's too valuable of information. Obviously, if the zombie apocalypse breaks out right now, I'm in charge. And uh, first thing, I do agree with your dog plan. And the pickup, I do see those as valuable. I do see weapons as valuable. I think those are two priorities. I think... I think arguably what you need to do is go straight for the boats and be ready to kill anyone with the boat. And just, you, you need to be, if they don't give us the boat, they can't come on the boat with us. So if they don't give us the boat, we need to murder them. And take this boat. I like the boat idea. Yeah, we should get a boat. Sail up. Can we have a jet ski? You can, yeah, I mean, we, the goal is we have to sail up to Mackinac Island. Where I know a Why are we going to Mackinac? Who has a different boat. It's an island. Yeah, you have to get up to an island up in the North Great Lakes and just live off the islands. The oh. That's tough. There's enough islands up there that we can we can make it. Oh. The only way that wouldn't work is if there were zombies on the island. On an island. That's our best bet, Demetrius. No, we'd clear the zombies. Yeah, because if you clear the zombies, they're not coming. They can't swim. You put a lot of thought in this. It's a great idea. I've never heard anyone come close to me. In terms of good ideas, I don't think anyone spent this much time invested into figuring out the game plans at this prompt. But would you like to read my notes? Yeah. This is on a zombie apocalypse. On the third November. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh man! Remember when we found that kid's journal? No, no. Oh yeah, we found we found a lot of. We found a lot of people just shouldn't write <laughs> all their secrets and hopes and wishes in a notebook. In notebooks that can be left places. I, and yeah. I, I'm the kind of person. It's and I'm gonna peruse without putting yeah, it. In, no, someone. I mean, it, it was a school notebook. Someone opened it thinking like, "Oh, who left their notebook?" You know, and, <laughs> and it was just like, "All right, here's all my fucking deepest secrets for the whole school to read." Like I know, you guys ever think that was a good idea to keep a diary or a journal? Like I saw enough TV shows as a kid to be like. Well, Have you guys thought about keeping a journal or a diary? Yeah, as a grown up, yeah, because now I don't care if someone finds it. I think of every time I, I think of starting one. What's that? Is that you? There's no way, as an adult, you write a diary or journal not knowing someone else will read it. 
See, I never you later on. You're writing for some yeah. You're writing for some conscious audience. Yeah. The way I've always thought about doing it is to write down one thing notable that you did every day. day. And then just to look back on it like a few a few years later and be like, oh wow, on January fifteenth of No, you're definitely for sure. Just to remember. Well I was writing Because there's so many days that blur together, right? Starting in twenty twenty I should do that. I wrote every comedy set I did down, just where it was. But what if you don't you didn't do shit? for like three days that's problematic yeah yeah but it does motivate you to do something every day in a way or or gets you a little depressed or, or look at your day differently. and then you're spiraling down because it is a journal no but i think what i find is it's not the way it works but yeah slow it's and positive steady. affirmation yeah it's more it's more <laughs> routine routine is better than uh like sticking to it and building routine. what's your routine no with that that's why that would be better i i've, I've attempted at times but every time I, I get discouraged because I a, am like, well, who am I writing this for? Am I writing this for myself? Am I writing this? Am I I'm vain enough to think people will read this? I think it's for yourself. I mean, this podcast is a diary. It's future self. This podcast is a diary. That's the thing. At the very the least is that it's future self and your grandchildren. I think maybe the best thing to write is just uh, your story. But how much of your grandchildren? Mind. I think it's one or two of your grandchildren. Most. Well, like, all right, imagine if your grandparents had, had a <laughs> journal. They, That's what I wish they, they had. Wrote, I wish my grandpa had this journal. You but would have went way out, out of your way to find this journal and I read the whole thing. He's still alive. I'd read it right now. Why do you say <laughs> Why do you say grandchildren and not children? I, I do think like I think there's an important distance. I think I mean, like I, I think like I'm okay with you know I do I think like as a parent you need to have the parent child dynamic. But you could, I'm okay with I don't even have kids. But the idea that like my grandchildren could be. You know, when you, you grow up, you start to learn who your parents really are. And right. that's when my kid is, my kid will learn sooner than most I'm a loser. So it's okay. <laughs> it doesn't but need to be spelled out in your diary. It doesn't no, need to be yeah, spelled I, out. No, but yeah, I guess I see what you're saying. <laughs> but grandchildren. A little more distant. A little more distant just right. in general. Because, yeah. I mean, I'll still hopefully be alive when my children are coming of age. Yeah. And it's also when my grandchildren come of age. Well, you have a great grandma, don't you? I have a great grandma. Not many people can say that. Are you going to be a great grandpa? Better start getting to it. I found yeah. on uh, on Facebook a 28-year-old grandma. What? Yeah. How? Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the math won't. You won't like the math. That's uh, yeah, not good math. On Facebook, she might have been 31. Might have been 14 and 16. One was 14, one was 16. Yes, yeah, so it was 30, 30. Did you search in the Facebook bar? No, it was like twenty-eight-year-old grandma. Yeah, twenty-eight-year-old no, grandma is what's funny is a lot ends up more depressing than Facebook. thirty-one. So this is the new thing with Facebook. Literally during twenty sixteen, when there was all those Russian bots, I was seeing that before it was getting like reported, and I was like, "This is weird." Every news story, five thousand Facebook accounts share the exact same paragraph they wrote to some stupid news story. You know, like some their commentary to sharing the article was always bad english it's from a facebook with 12 friends it seems so odd to me but this is what makes the facebook news trending and it's like and of course it was the russian bot farms or bot farms in general but now what i see is the top comment i think just to fight that and i think what is real is that these top comments on any news article is just the craziest per the craziest story true you know it's just like it's either the most you know it's like either the What's cool, the benefit is best is when it's someone's like, oh, that was my, I'm the, I was their second grade teacher, and they're like, oh, that's cool. But then there's times like, like it was something about adopting kids or something, and she was mm-hmm. like, 
my, you know, I got a, you know, I'm a grandma at 30, and I'm married to a guy, and you know, his daughter's my age, and it's just like, whoa, it's like reading a paragraph for a Jerry Springer cast. <laughs> I was gonna ask why the accent there, Donovan. Uh, it's again because I'm not comfortable enough with myself to talk in a conversational voice in one tone throughout, so I kind of switch up the voices to be silly and be funny. And on that note, any any uh, any final thoughts? How do you feel being forced into my podcast at literally 3 a.m. on a work night? I wouldn't listen. I to thought it was fine, man. I thought, but you wouldn't know it'd be this bad. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> when you started out, you so. started. You wouldn't, you know. You yeah, wouldn't. but I'd, I'd I'd run at maybe two times speed and then hop around a little and be like, "Fuck it." Next. Do you think the guys who listen to podcasts at two times speed are? What? That's too much for me. I can't do slightly it. Slightly crazy. I got a question for you guys. What, what, what podcast do you listen to? Oh, I think you know, based on being on this podcast, you could guess pretty easily. The JRE are right here, baby. You know what is fun to do? You go to YouTube. And you adjust the speed of songs, either like 1.25 times faster or slower, and then it's like a different song. I will Take a song that. you really I like. I the podcast, I, I listen on fast speed. But when I listen to actual podcasts, I mean, the point, I, I listen to podcasts to, because it's it's mindless enough to have, you know, like a lot of them aren't interesting right. enough. Like that's really... So it, you like the mindlessness. Exactly. You're trying to just create another mindless podcast. We definitely got oh, the mindlessness yeah, we, down we got that in this one. Down. So that's and hey, we are excellent. successful and we were sponsored and I got paid. And you with listening with your podcast, you don't get paid. So you're worse than me. Good night.